Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, welcome to Snap, the Saturday Night Adult Party. I am your host, Victor Guvea, and today we have a new co-host taking Monica's place, uh, Misty Dawn. Hello, guys. I'm very new here and not sure what to expect, but hi. Okay. That's that's why we're gonna keep try to keep it clean. <laughs> For I me, did I say tr- I did say try. I did say <laughs> okay. try. Um, having said that, ladies and gentlemen, this is a show where we talk about sex, sexuality, and relationships from a blind perspective. Hmm. Of course. I should warn you, this uh, program is very explicit. Uh, We talk very openly and very frankly about sex, sex acts, sex toys, you name it. Now, um, I don't know how Misty's going to feel about what I'm about to say. But proceed. <laughs> uh, for those who actually care about this sort of thing, the cat fucker is back. <laughs> so, Wait, is this someone in the chat or something? Well, somebody apparently thinks I am having sex with oh, Monica's yeah, right. cat. Yeah, I saw it yeah, earlier. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I must have a really long dick because it reaches all the way to Tennessee. <laughs> wow. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, we do talk explicitly, so viewer discretion is really advised. Uh, if you are under the age of 18, please get the hell out of here unless you're there with an adult who can at least put some um, context. Ah, uh, who am I kidding? There's probably a, <laughs> someone under 18 listening to this anyway. Um, of course, if you're over 18, welcome. We're going to try to educate you, or at the very least, titillate you. Um, and uh, you know, it goes without saying that we are here for your enjoyment. <laughs> That's all Snap is. Um, of course, Snap is sponsored by Eden Fantasies. Uh, for your upgrade, excuse me, to upgrade your sex experience, go to EdenFantasies.com and remember, Fantasies is spelled with an S Y S. Um, if you, but you got a sponsor, uh, they That's have awesome. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I said you got a sponsor. That's a that's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they have everything from dildos to chains to BDSM equipment, <laughs> and they've got some really neat articles that you can actually learn something from. Uh, and if you check out the description box below, we've got a whole list of discount codes that you can use. Um, And for orders 
totaling $29 or more, you can get two free sex toys. However, you have to click the link in the description box. If you don't click that link, you will not find that, uh, that promotion anywhere on Eden Fantasy's site. So uh, click the link in the description box and you will get two free sex toys with orders totaling $29 or more. Um, and believe me, at the prices they're, they're selling their stuff at, it's easy to get to $29. And um, yeah, I have yet, yeah. Okay, I'm not going to go any further because, like I said, I'm going to try to keep it clean this week because <laughs> Misty good. actually has some respect. Oh. <laughs> so, you know, we're not going to embarrass her very much. Oh, very much. <laughs> very much. Right. Uh, today, our topic is decompression. Now, those of you might think we're talking about balloons, but no. <laughs> we are talking about stress management and pain management. Um, because stuff like that can really get between you and your partner. Um, really good lovemaking is relaxed not stressful and hopefully pain-free. Um, but of course you have to keep it like that. So I was supposed to have Claudia on today with Misty and Monica. Great. Oh, wow. Okay. But Claudia did not come Claudia. today. Right. Uh, I know she it's the way she pronounces her name. It's okay, really that cool. is closer to the Roman pronunciation. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we do have another genius sitting with us. Oh dear. That's Misty. <laughs> All right. I hey, I'm I just call it like I see him. <laughs> okay. And Misty has mm. quite a head on his shoulders, so <laughs> hopefully. So she actually has some ideas on I hope so. <laughs> how to become stress-free and mm -hmm. how to live with a partner who seems to be stressed. Mm -hmm. Not that you live with a partner, but... You... Uh, no, but I may with someone who's, who, who does have some mental health issues, I'll be very frank. Um, so, That's right. Yeah. It's just... So, I mean, what... Okay, first and foremost... Mm -hmm. um, Are you sexually so, active? No, I'm going to be honest. I plan to save myself for marriage. Okay. So, and I do tend, I think, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm entirely ace actually, but I too do tend to be more demi kind of close. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm more ace than not put it that way. So since we're, since we're open on this show, I'll say that. So yeah. Okay, I'm not, I have I really no, have, like, I have no idea what you just said. That's ace, how over my head it was. Ace is asexual. So there's asexual, there's demisexual. There are different grades of it where you have a certain level of desire mm -hmm. or lack thereof. Asexual, you basically have no desire for sexual intercourse at all. Demi is where you only have a desire for certain types or certain types of people. Like looks don't usually do it automatically for you. So I think I'm closer to that. But no, I'm. 
I'm uh, certainly plan on preserving my myself, so to say, for, for marriage. So I've never actually experienced. Oh my God, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we are at the risk of learning something today. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm so red already. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, no, I did not. I yeah. did not know that. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I I applaud you uh, mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. you are saving yourself. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think really to me, I mean, obviously I've never experienced it directly, but I mean, from what I understand, I think that having a deep personal, spiritual, mental connection is, frankly, it just enhances, I, as I understand, it, it would enhance the experience so much more. And that's, I mean, aside from having a Christian background, for folks mm -hmm. who don't know, I also believe that it does enhance the experience more to actually have a, a strong connection to a person um, right. for you, you know, so... Okay. I'm I, I I'm going to ask this, and I hope you don't mind. Mm -hmm. Do you no, actually sure. do you masturbate? Um, very actually, again, because I'm closer to being ace, probably not not very often, to be honest with you. Occasionally, okay. yeah. Okay, and and um, I mean, that is interesting because mm -hmm. a lot of people feel that mm -hmm. orgasms are a great stress releaser. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just, again, I've just never like, I've just never really connected the two. Again, I think that's because I'm just by nature more, more Demi or Ace. Um, and so like, it's just not something that's like automatic to me. And again, I, maybe it's just because it has to be that person. I guess. Right. Right. And I'm still, honestly, I'm, I mean, I'm pretty old and I'm still trying to figure that out completely myself. So pretty yeah. old, old as in late thirties. <laughs> I, yeah okay stuff, that's old. That old yeah that's yeah. old that's old yep. to a two-year-old right right yeah, yeah. to a two-year-old <laughs> that's old yeah, yeah. but um yeah. having said that i mean do you actually well for lack of a better like experience self-pleasure uh like i said rarely like i okay again since we're being open here so i basically like certain things do turn me on like i get the physical not to be too analytical but you know me i get the physical reaction to things mm -hmm. even un, even involuntarily to certain things and it's very strange things actually but um in, in some cases but um as far as like wanting to right away jump into bed with everyone no 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 yeah I well i mean you are not alone mm -hmm. the fact is uh my wife is like that too Oh wow! Okay, it's interesting. I mean, she she has said to me many times, yeah, uh, that you know, if she could mm -hmm. go her whole life without sex, she would. That's in, you know, I think a lot more. I think maybe maybe more women than men, but I think mm -hmm. actually a lot of women are like that, but they don't want to admit it because I hate to say it, but today's culture is so. Maybe it's my Christian bias coming in, but I would say it's just so sexually centered, especially nowadays. And it's, people are so open about it that if someone is demi or ace or even close to something like that, you're considered weird or odd or like, whoa, what's going on with you? I'm so. sorry. Did you say sexually censored? Sec what? I don't know exactly. It's, it's, it was sexually centered, like focused, right? Oh, centered. I'm sorry. I thought I no, heard censored. censored. No. I was going to say, really? Because no, no, that's not, not what I'm seeing. Not censored. <laughs> No. Um, yeah, no. I mean, yeah, I mean, I was um, one of the things I, I read today was the mm -hmm. fact that um, so many movies, television yeah. shows and 
books, even literature has gone from, uh, well, essentially showing your ankles mm-hmm. to yeah, way back, yeah. full frontal nudity. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah certainly. And you I think know? there's a place for I mean, there's a place for realism. I'm not I'm not downing realism, mm-hmm. but I think I think that like, I mean, like if you're not having sex with everyone in their brother, it seems like, especially in the media, maybe that's an inaccurate portrayal, but like you're basically, look, there's something wrong with you. You know, yeah. it's like, but no, for me, for me, and maybe I live too much in my head. I don't know. But for me, sex, as I understand it, even not having directly experienced it, I consider it a very spiritual thing. Like not even in a religious sense, but a spiritual thing in the sense of a connection with a person you care about. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. you, you're only enhancing that intimacy, the, the mental and spiritual intimacy by the physical intimacy. Yeah. So, so essentially you you place emotions into mm-hmm. your sexual fulfillment. Yeah. To me, it's at the forefront. I would say it's at the forefront. Right. No, naturally it would be, <clears throat> especially to someone who is uh, as deep, deeply religious as you are. I, I hope, <laughs> but no, I mean, but again, at the same time, I'm sorry, like, should I not have said that? No, 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 it's okay. No, but I'm, no, I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I probably should be a lot more than I am, put it that way. Okay. But, um, you know, that's what I mean. But no, I mean, um, you know, I'm, I consider myself a religious person. I try to practice it. Uh, I do tend to be more liberal in terms of like more liberal Christianity. And so I think that's one reason why I'm much more open about talking about such things. A lot of people would just completely shrink at it, you know, altogether. But I mean, it's a part of life and it needs to be. I think it's good that it's discussed. So if I can ask, if Mm -hmm. you were to have children. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Look, my biological clock is ticking, but let's hope. Is it? (laughs) (laughs) Is it ticking? It's ticking (laughs) Yeah, I'm a little bit getting up there in years, so. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you were to have children and mm. your child at the age of seven mm. or eight mm-hmm. asked you about sex, mm-hmm. how would you yeah. explain it? I mean, obviously, not to put it in their terms, being too graphic or explicit might be a bit, you know, a bit too much for them. I mean, Mm -hmm. it would just depend. And also, it's not just like every age is the same for every kid. I mean, you know, it's an individual thing. You really have to thing. My goodness. An individual thing. I've had too much wine. Um, And you uh, you have to really adapt it to the individual, you know, person. So, Um, but no, it's just, I mean, it's with anything with a kid like that. I mean, I think any pretty much any topic can be explained and discussed, but it just needs to be at their level. So, right. Are you aiming for a Senate position or or maybe (laughs) president of the United States? You know, it's funny. People have told me I should go. Actually, I have. They told me I should go into politics. Because (laughs) that was, that answer was so diplomatic. (laughs) I mean, you essentially answered my question without answering it it's true i mean that was impressive hey (laughs) i will call it i will give credit where credit is due that was so impressive it's unbelievable well i'm a news junkie i'm a bit of a politics junkie so maybe i've I've like assimilated it unconsciously i don't know you think so maybe (laughs) i mean no i'm just trying to Mm. and and we may be switching the topic over from <laughs> decompression to religion and sex 
<laughs> right, right. But I mean, I, I'm just wondering how you would um, approach a child yeah. who asks you about these things. I mean, again, it would depend on the question, I think, too. Like, I mean, I'm kind of working in the abstracts and probably find an example of a question. Maybe I could kind of go further with it. But an eight year old comes to you and asks you about what is sex, mom? Okay, well, I'll, I'll give it a go. Obviously, I've never done this before, but like, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess like I would just say it's when a mommy and a daddy love each other and they they want to express their love to each other. And when they express their love to each other, uh, sometimes they they have a child like you from that love. So, yeah, and that's again, it's not being at. explicit, but it's it's expressing sort of the overall big picture, at least in my mind, right? Right. So. Yeah. I'm just wondering if you realize by the age of eight, they've already mm-hmm. had sex ed. Uh, not when I was, again, she was my age. I don't think No, when we were in school, happened. no. Exactly. But <laughs> so, now, yes. Wow. How, like, I don't even know how young they start with that. Anymore. My da- my daughter at the age of eight, this was in mm-hmm. 2010, yeah. uh, learned about sex from oh, wow. school. okay. Okay. Yeah, I need to catch up with the times because no, it definitely wasn't that way when I was younger. No, no. And she went and my daughter went to a Catholic school. Okay. Well, I mean, that's that's actually interesting. I wonder how progressive they actually were in like what they taught. You probably know. I'm actually kind of curious about Actually, I don't know because my daughter stays miles away from sex. Okay. Well, I would hope so. Especially when it comes to me. My wife and I had a talk with her. Well, it's more a mommy thing, I think, for a, for a, for a girl. Yeah. So. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Except my wife is not sexual in the least. That's, you know, again, since we're open about this, and of course it's too personal, let me know, but do you think she's demi or ace or, or close to ace as well? It sounds like she may be kind of close what? to that. Ace or possibly close to ace, like demi or something. Um, yeah. mm, I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not sure. Okay. I just know that. I mean, in the culture that she grew up in, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sex was not there. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the more conservative type cultures, I assume. Okay. Philippines, yeah. Oh, uh, very Catholic culture, most of it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Um, and so, you know, things like masturbation was mm-hmm. non-existent. Things well, like at least sex. it's prohibited. In, in, in sort of the mainstream church teaching, yeah. It's yeah, exactly. Catholic church teaching. Yeah. yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. excuse me. You know, forget the fact that mm. you know, classic psychologists used to think that mm. that orgasms were a cure to hysteria. Oh, that's interesting. Well, I've also heard some people, I don't know if it's psychologists necessarily, but I've heard that there was used to be a legend floating about that if you masturbated too much you'd go blind. So <laughs> Well, yeah, and you get and you get hair on your palms. That's, that's amazing. You didn't know that, huh? That, yeah. I had heard that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, wow. um, yeah. There are all kinds of myths, and yeah. we actually yeah. discussed that in a previous episode. Oh. Um, yeah. But it, it's interesting because a lot of religions are not progressive. Yeah. Yeah, the, I mean, there's there does seem to be some some degree of sexual inhibition, some degree even of of, of repression. 
right. um, in a lot of ways. Um, certainly even in the early, I mean, I've, I've, I've read some of the early church writings, Catholic church writing. Of course, the Catholic church is pretty much the main line during the early days. Right. But um, yeah, it's, it's very repressive. Um, and even modern Catholicism and other certain other denominations, other religions have in, in some spheres anyway progressed, you know, beyond that and have understood that they were perhaps a bit too strict in the early days. Um, right but i mean Catholicism does does still maintain quite a conservative line um on a lot of those issues though so the main yeah. well, mainstream you know typical traditional Catholicism. Anyway, i mean you do have yeah. you have a liberal side to pretty much in pretty much any kind of religion you have different sects different different conservative liberal whatever so and to bring it back to the topic i mean if a person is truly religious they're staying away from sex which in and of itself is stressful. Yeah. Um, well, again, it depends on how strong your drive is. <laughs> like I said, for me, like I just don't typically have the desire to jump into bed with people. Like, I mean, I, I think sometimes if I like someone, yes, it would be nice, but I'm, I don't have this really strong, like I've got to do it now. Um, you know, and, and I make that clear very early on in a relationship. Um, if not from the beginning, you know, did that, that's kind of my, my line. And I mm -hmm. don't, really like to compromise on that and mm -hmm. i'm sorry but if you really want me you know i, I just can't compromise on that so you've, just, you've got to, you got to put a ring on it if you really want it so you know isn't that a beyonce song <laughs> yeah that's not exactly what i was thinking of actually <laughs> yeah, wow okay yeah. okay yeah. um <laughs> it just came to mind when i said it yeah and 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 i applaud you for that honestly <laughs> not a lot of people feel the way you do Especially well, again, be, being, being close to ace probably helps too, frankly. You think so? You, you know, it's not like so because I don't have that really, really strong desire, mm -hmm. you know, for, for like, you know, just, just say based on looks, based on voice, whatever. Right. So, um, well, I find it interesting because I know you've said that you mm. tend to be, uh, well, undiagnosed autistic. No, well, I never even said I was one way or the other, but I said if I am, I haven't been diagnosed. I, I certainly think I maybe have some some Aspie characteristics, perhaps. Right. And a lot of people with Asperger's and who are autistic do tend to fall under the ace, the ace side of things. Um, there are many also who follow who fall under the hypersexual side. I, I'm not going to mention names, obviously, but I know at least one person in the blind community who is autistic and who is hypersexual, and 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 they know it. So really, yeah, yeah. I think I think more though fall on the more closer closer to the A side as I understand it. But there are definitely hypersexual folks as well. So. I'm just I'm just wondering because, mm -hmm. and you've complained about this on a previous episode. <laughs> okay. That you 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 talk really quickly. Yes. And I'm wondering if that's because you're all hyped up like as in no i mean if i was hypersexual no um, no no just, you're like, all hyped up in terms of mm, sexually well, repressed i again i well actually it's funny because again if we're being honest a boyfriend of mine did accuse me of that um mm -hmm. i don't feel that way I've never felt that way. I've never felt like I needed to do anything that I didn't want to do or, or even the reverse of that. I'm perfectly content with who I am. Yeah. And 
you know, it just doesn't, like I said, it's someone who's ace or, or something like that in that, in, around that spectrum, uh, that area of the spectrum, mm-hmm. sexual spectrum. I mean, it's not, it's not something that we're fighting. It's just, it just is. And it's just not, it's not something we really have to struggle against. Right. Um, you know, if it, let's, I mean, if you're, if you're Catholic or any, any other religion where, where if you're going to be religious, sex is prohibited, like in your ace or close to ace, it's not really that much of a sacrifice. Right. I, I mean, speaking from experience, it's not like it's not like you're like feeling like you're being denied something. Right. Right. So, I mean, so the usual degree. I, I, I'm going to ask this. Uh, are you. Um, well, have you felt the pleasure of uh, sex at all? With, uh, no, I've never. I've at never, least yourself. Um, like I said, maybe here on occasion, talk about masturbation here, here and there. Um, okay. and I have had the the physical, let's say, sensation okay. in, in, in those particular areas, yes, uh, yeah. in response so, to different stimuli. But, um, you know, but I, it wasn't know, something that kept you going back for more. Um, certain stimuli. Yeah. Um, I admit they cause pleasure in that way. What's also interesting is that when I dream, it can be a completely different ball game. When like, you dream? I don't know what that, I don't, yes, when I dream, I don't know if this speaks to any kind of unconscious repression, even if it's not conscious to me, I don't know. But I have had dreams very, well, I'll say very often, but often throughout my uh-huh. life uh-huh. Um, of sexual pleasure, direct sexual pleasure with mm-hmm. someone. Mo- and what's weird about it is most of the time I've never even known them when I've been conscious. Like I wake up and I'm like, I don't even know this person. But in the dream, it was euphoric, absolute euphoria. And, right. but yet when I wake up, I'm the same as I've always been. You know, I don't, I don't have that, like, like, but in the dream, I have the desire, but not when I'm awake. And again, that right. could speak to some kind of unconscious repression I'm not even aware of. I don't know. But um, consciously, no, it's not, not even close. So, okay. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. there are a couple of facts that I can tell you. Mm-hmm. Uh, drinking does tend to make it. Oh, that's harder. when I dream, not drink. Or, did you miss here? I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, I heard drink. When I dream. In, oh, in when you dream. I apologize. Yes. Um, sorry, but... Mm-hmm. but yeah, for those who don't know, drinking alcohol does tend to make it harder to have an orgasm uh, well it makes sense because it's kind of a depressant yeah makes sense yeah exactly yeah actually um, that, I, I didn't think about it until you mentioned it but that would make sense yeah 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 mm-hmm. um having said that mm-hmm. most people or should i say yeah, yeah most people with the exception of apes actually masturbate and or have sex for pure pleasure right right um what you're talking about you said most people do or are you talking about like most 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 people they they have they masturbate or have sex because they feel good they right, like right. the feeling. They want right. to continue that feeling right. rather than, I don't know, turn to drugs or alcohol or <laughs> right. actually right. drugs or alcohol usually opens them up to sexual experimentation. Well, okay. 
That's interesting. Yeah. Um, however, I'm surprised that you did not feel. I mean, I just feel it. Self pleasure and masturbation is a very emotional process with mm. oneself. Mm -hmm. And again, I for me, whenever it was rare occasion it has happened, um, I I just mainly experience the physical pleasure of it. Like I don't like in that sense, I don't connect any emotion to it. Um, but. Yet with other people, I it would be completely opposite situation. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, I mean, it can be a very emotional mm -hmm. um, feeling, just pleasuring yourself and finding out what feels good on your body, right, and what doesn't. Right. right. The fact is, a lot of people mm -hmm. practice that way. So that when they do eventually get a partner or uh, make love to a partner, right. it's going to be that much more pleasurable. Right, right. So there was a, a meme. I, I wish I could quote it exactly, but there was a meme of all things on Facebook. Uh, saw it a couple of days ago. And yes, this does relate. <laughs> but it said something like, um, turn me on mentally so you can turn me on physically so you can or so you can turn me on spiritually so you can turn me on physically that's kind of the like i said kind of the way as you might expect that that i process that so like for me even like you're talking about you initially thought about doing decompression for mm -hmm. me like if i'm stressed or whatever like the way to decompress is just to be there with i would say to be there with a partner to to become stimulated at the spirit for me anyway it's a different for everyone but at the spiritual level mental and spiritual level and then proceed from there for right. me I, maybe i'm too much in my head i don't know but mm -hmm. like it like even physical pleasure like that has always started in my in my brain and and moved down from there let's say so and it's yeah. and it's really ironic because mm -hmm. you studied classic latin <laughs> literature right <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. that stuff is very sexualized. You would be, I mean, a lot of people try to put classics on a pedestal, Greek and Roman antiquity, right? A lot of people try to put it on a pedestal and think like they're so high minded. Um, not always. Um, not many times. Um, right. Read Catullus. Yeah. Read Catullus, read Aristophanes, you know, read Ovid. Um, so, you yeah. Know, I, I, I mean, the, the fact, the fact is, Juvenile. Those Marshall. classic paintings and sculptures. Well, yeah, I mean, you get you get Venus course, the Milo. Yeah, well, not only that, but well, here's the thing with like sexual imagery in in those kinds of sculptures. Yes, there was definitely pornea to use the Greek term. There was right. the, there were the ancient forms of pornography that were that were intended for that purpose. But there were also, I mean, even the phallus, you know, had more had a greater sense to it of fertility. It wasn't as I understand it, it wasn't always considered like morally objectionable in earlier times. It yes. was, it was, you know, used um, uh, in various imagery to evoke um, fertility and, and other um, like good fortune and other, other positive aspects of life. Yes. So, I mean, you've got to also consider the cultural differences as well, but I mean, yeah, certainly an Ovid, a Juvenal, a Marshall and Aristophanes for the Greek as a Greek example, you know, yeah. Um, you definitely, yeah. It's it's not it's it's not all they're not 
well, for all use, I'll quote a phrase. I never said this myself. They're not all shitting marble. Okay. I mean, it's, it's really, it's, it's okay. A lot less, it's okay. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not, it's it. not the high minded stuff. A lot of people think it is. In yeah. Case, and, and it's interesting. I think you would find, mm-hmm. well, I'm, I'm not sure if you know this or not, mm-hmm. but, Catholic and Christian religions are based on pagan rituals. Um, yeah, well, a lot of a lot of the pagan rites were taken over in order to make them more make the Roman world adjust more to the new religion. And right. where there were similarities, they were accepted in many cases, and they were brought in. Uh, certainly, yeah, there's no question about that. Right, and a lot of pagan rituals involved mm. sex. Sure, sure. And uh, had they been, what's the word I'm looking for, adopted by the Christians Mm -hmm. directly as written, then Mm -hmm. there would be sex in Mm -hmm. Christian literature. Well, you know, yeah, it is fascinating that that particular aspect was uh, essentially... um, uh, I would say eliminated, but I mean, it certainly was certainly wasn't taken over into yes. rituals. Um, and of course, probably you've also got to consider the, the strong Jewish element to that, that, that was also a part, an essential part of right. Christian, early Christianity. And probably that had a lot of influence on that as well. Do you have any Jewish in you? Uh, this is interesting. actually. So a bit of a story to this. I was talking to my dad's, my dad's passed away, but I was talking to, Oh, sorry about the speech there. I was talking to uh, his brother. He came to visit uh, a couple of weeks ago or so. And he was telling me a story that um, apparently a Polish ancestor, I have Polish ancestry on this side, Polish ancestor of mine, a lady, married a Jewish man named Kirsch. Totally different name from what I have now, but they changed their name to her name as the story goes, which was my last name. And so I have some Jewish blood that I didn't realize that I had up until recently. So, yeah, uh, I do have some ethnically, if you will, Jewish blood in me, which I just recently discovered. Yeah. Now, when you say Jewish blood, mm-hmm. I'm assuming you're not speaking of the Jewish religion. No, no, no I'm talking ethnically. I'm talking culture. Uh, well, yeah, well, ethnically, I guess we would say. So is Israelite blood? No, Um the name was Kirsch. Um, I, I, it sounds like it could have been German Jewish of some kind. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I don't know all about like the culture versus the religion. I haven't really studied a lot of that, like what distinguishes cultural Judaism from religious Judaism and how they're similar. But apparently it was some kind of German Jewish heritage just from the last name. Exactly. So, wow. Uh, but what's in what, I mean, that a bit, a bit of a tangent here, but you know, that, made me think like I probably even need to tell my physician about this because there are certain diseases that are inherited within the Jewish um, lines that you don't get anywhere else and potentials for diseases that you don't get anywhere else. And since I just recently discovered this, it probably is something that, that my, you know, the physicians would need to know as well. Now that is interesting. I know there are a lot of diseases that are based on cultures well, based on ethnicities, I mean, African-Americans are more prone to certain diseases. Jewish people, almost exclusively, certain aspects of Jewish people have, have certain diseases that are spread through the genes. So, Because a lot of them tended to stick with their own, right? And so you got more of an isolated um, gene pool than you would 
and there's maybe certain other instances. So. And then, of course, there's the downside of that because with the mixing of cultures, mm-hmm. you get mutations. I mean, I'm no geneticist, possibly, I suppose, but... Um... I mean, yeah, because the fact is when you mix one ethnicity with another, mm-hmm. you're going to get a mutation of cells and diseases. You possibly, yeah, possibly. Again, I don't, I don't, I don't, I really can't. Speak no, to neither of us are doctors, yeah. so we can't really say yeah. categorically. <laughs> right. But right. It, it, it's only common sense to promote uh, to use yeah. that premise. Mm. Um, yeah, possibly. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. kind of, which kind of, you know, supports that you should always use protection, right, when having sex. Mm-hmm. Uh, if only to make sure diseases don't mutate. Um, But then again, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't know where I'm taking this. Okay, stop. (laughs) It's late. (laughs) It is is late. It is late. Hence the uh, why we kept it so late uh, because of the show content. Um, point. Yeah, not in prime, not not safe for prime time, I guess. <laughs> so, if if that, if that, <laughs> um, so having said all of that, mm-hmm. we are talking about stress yep. reduction, right? Is there anything that you do mm-hmm. to, um? Well, let me use this term to detoxify your body. Okay. So, um, for me, like, again, I've never actually engaged in the act. So I'm just speaking from general, from what I think and in a more general sense. No, but speak like, from for, a healthy point of view. Right. Well, okay. So if you want to talk about sexuality, like with a partner, right? I would, I would say that probably what I would prefer doing, as I sort of alluded to earlier, was um, just you know, enjoying one another at a spiritual and intellectual level and mental level, um, an emotional level prior to, I mean, just kind of living in each other's presence and just kind of, um, soaking up each other's energy and all of that, um, prior to it. I mean, it was, that would just definitely get your mind off of everything else. I think get your mind off of the stresses of the day. But if you're speaking more generally, as far as decompression as a whole, um, it depends for me. Um, usually it's just, you know, um, I'll just give a few examples. It's it, generally it's just distraction, right? It's distraction from whatever's bothering me, whatever else. Like mm-hmm. I might, um, look, I might get into nerdy, funny academic humor. Like I like, or I might do space stuff or I might do, you know, look at cute cat pictures that are described or, or something like just to kind of, it's like a, kind of an escapism is what helps me just right. escapism. Um, you know, even sometimes listening to music that reminds me of, um, you know, better times, let's say younger times, more innocent times or something like that. And it's just, it's, yeah, for me, decompression in general means escapism. So, Mm -hmm. well, I mean, one way, and this is something that, uh, couples can do together, Mm -hmm. uh, is blindfold each other Mm -hmm. unless you're blind already. (laughs) In which case, have at it. Um, <laughs> but 
lie down with each other mm-hmm. and just touch each other's skin mm-hmm. and explore mm-hmm. the bodies mm-hmm. lightly right. without right. actually getting sexual. Right. right. And that will actually relax the person you're with mm-hmm. okay. really yeah, well. Right, right, right. Additionally, if you want to do it on your own, mm-hmm. you can do that too. Right. And just feel yourself all over. Mm-hmm. Feeling what feels good. Mm-hmm. Making sure to concentrate on your breathing. Mm-hmm. On what feels good. Where to touch that feels good. Mm-hmm. And... And you touch everywhere. Right. It's almost your... it's, it's a kind of modified meditation in a way. Yes, it is. Yeah. It yeah. is. Yeah. Um, and you touch from toes right. to top of the head. Right. And everywhere in between. Right. I can imagine, like, you know, you hear this this guided meditation, you know, picture the light going from your feet to your head. Yeah. And and yeah. you know, I have done that once mm-hmm. or right. twice. Um I didn't call it meditation. Mm-hmm. I just, uh, well, it was more like an education in sexuality. Right, right, right. And I thought I taught these people how to be attuned with their own bodies. Mm-hmm. And okay. once you're attuned with your own body, mm-hmm. you can be attuned with your partner's body. Right, right. Uh, because you can't learn about pleasure if you don't experience it. Right. Right. And you know, that's one thing I'm talking about being ace and all of that. Like, I just wonder how many people who think they are completely ace actually are that because they simply haven't experienced it. And once they do, they may realize that and maybe I might realize that I may be more a sexual person than I thought before. Yeah, and that and that was the point I was getting at when yeah. I asked you if you'd ever felt mm. the pleasure of masturbation. Right, right, right. Um, and and I was surprised to learn that you had, and still didn't yeah. go back for more. No, um, because but, children yeah. instinctively mm-hmm. play with themselves. Well, I may have back way back, but I mean, if I did, it's not something I suppose I really. Thought no, no, of course it'd be un- unconscious when you were smaller. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But children naturally do that to themselves right. without knowing it. They simply right. do and play with different parts of their body that feel mm-hmm. good. Right, right. And that is not something to be discouraged. Mm-hmm. That is something to be encouraged because mm-hmm. it helps the child learn about their body, right. uh, become more attuned with their body, but also they learn their limitations and that's what you want for uh, you don't want a kid to learn their limitations by touching a hot pan (laughs) right because at the end of the day they're going to feel pain and yes there's no better teacher than pain however if they can avoid pain then it should be pleasure And I can't say this enough, but talk to your kids about this stuff. Don't expect someone at the school to teach your kids about sex 
but you gotta know once they hear about this stuff, they are gonna go to porn. Yeah, I mean, I guess for me, it's like get to them before the school dies. I mean, in in a way, because like there certainly in, on a t- controversial topic topic like this, mm-hmm. there may be times when there's gonna be disagreements. And yeah. I think it's also important to know what the school teaches, and especially as far as religious freedom, to have the option to you know, either say, yeah, she could, you know, I want her to learn all this stuff. I want to learn some of this. I want myself to teach her some of this stuff because I think there is a really important aspect of religious freedom here as well on, on any side of it. So, and I mean, full disclosure, I am speaking from experience because Mm -hmm. I actually offered to teach my daughter how to purchase a sex toy. Mm -hmm. Not because I was titillated by that, not because I was horny. No, I wanted my child to know the pleasure of masturbation and or self-gratification. Okay. And better she fuck a sex toy than some dick out there who doesn't care about her. Right. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... You know, having said that, she, you know, emphatically said, no, dad, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> right, right. So be prepared for that. Your kid may mm-hmm. say, ew, no. <laughs> I mean, certainly the younger age. I mean, like, they're like. No, 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 no. Right. This is the older age. Teenagers. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah yeah no those are teenagers that say that the younger kids Mm -hmm. they're not so bad the younger kids are curious well i mean up until a certain age i mean young kids are like you boys you girls right up until a certain age they they're 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 all i want to say homosexual up to a certain age but they they just don't don't obviously bond with the opposite sex until a certain point so well in fact they're they're repelled by them they're repelled by them well, they're also homogeneous, right? They're, mm-hmm. They they are loving to both sexes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when they're younger. Too. It's yeah. when they grow older that they find out mm-hmm. what they enjoy better than the other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And people don't realize that. Kids, mm-hmm. when they are young, under the age of five, mm-hmm. is when all of the learning comes in. And that that doesn't just mean motor skills and fine motor skills. That goes with emotions too. Yeah, yeah. And sexual appetites and mm-hmm. all that's things that you don't you don't think kids think about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they probably uh, can't even articulate it up until a certain point either. Really, like they may right, feel it, but they exactly. can't articulate it. I mean, we were um, we were at my sister's house and we were doing something in her bathroom upstairs mm-hmm. and we happened to look down on her pool mm-hmm. and my two nephews were pretty much showing each other their penises. <laughs> right, right. You know, I we had no idea why, but my <laughs> sister obviously knew that she had to talk to her kid. Right, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And my other sister said, oh, crap, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, nobody wants this conversation, but if you're a parent, you have to have this conversation. Yeah, 
because you do not want your kid learning about sex from porn magazines and pornography. Yeah. Because those are so unrealistic, it it doesn't even bear talking about. <laughs> Maybe in a future episode we'll go about porn. we'll talk about the benefits <laughs> and yeah. and the cons of pornography. Right. But for the sake of your children, for the sake of your own pleasure, do not base your own pleasure on what they do in porn. Right. Because that is fully unrealistic. Well, and I mean, again, I think as from my limited experience, I think it, it's very individual, a very individual thing to begin with. Yes. So, yes. And your expectations for each person, each couple are going to be different based on their own backgrounds and everything else, their own, their own proclivities, their own desires. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, exactly. So, um, having said that, when, when you have a partner, it is, imperative that you reduce your stress as much as possible right one right. thing you might do is leave work at work mm -hmm. oh, yeah. and keep home at home mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. keep right. the two separate it it means um well shit the term just left my mind um compartmentalizing yes exactly. yes yeah, yeah. um it means compartmentalizing everything in your life mm -hmm. from one part mm -hmm. to that part and another right. part to this part. And, and that, I mean, just speaking generally anyway, that's always been easy for me, which is weird. But like, I mean, I can have the most, like the worst thing going on in general. And then I can just completely, if I'm focusing on something else, I can just block it out. And, and not everyone can do that, but I, I'm, I've always been for whatever reason, very good at easily compartmentalizing things. And being kind of, if I have to, living in a moment and kind of blocking other things out. So. And and it goes without saying that if something needs to be addressed, mm -hmm. you address it yeah. right then and there. Unless you're feeling heightened emotions, mm -hmm. in which case, take a walk for a few minutes and then come back and address it. Right. And I mean, I think even outside of sexuality, like for a relationship, any, whether it's a romantic or even friendly relationship, it does. I mean, things That's need to right. be addressed as soon as possible. I mean, or else things are going to fester and it's just going to get worse. So, right. You know, but yeah. having said that, if you feel, if you start to feel pain, for example, at my age, you start getting arthritis pains and stuff right. like that. Mm -hmm. I can't emphasize this enough. Orgasms are great pain relievers mm -hmm. because once you feel that orgasm, you don't feel anything else, mm -hmm. no matter how much pain you have on your body. Mm -hmm. At the same time, it's kind of a double-edged sword because the pain actually makes it a bit harder to orgasm. Mm -hmm. And you have to keep that in, in, in mind, mm -hmm. which is why I say explore your body as much as you can. Mm -hmm. Self-gratification helps you, helps your partner, mm -hmm. and it helps your well-being. Mm -hmm. And that is proven fact. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't realize this. Studies have been done that have proven the fact that 
sex is necessary for human well-being. Whether it's self-gratification or gratification with a partner. Unless you're completely ace. And, of course, there's also a debate. I mean, a lot of asexuals would say, oh, no, this is an identity just like any other. Orientation no, you can't even say that because you just said that you are ace. And yet, I well, I didn't say I was ace. I said I may be close to it, possibly demi, but right. which is kind of like gray a sort of thing. It's not completely ace, but it's very limited desire. Okay, feel, so. so let me ask you this: mm-hmm. You said you felt self gratification a few times. Yes, a few times. Yeah. Okay, why? Um, I don't even know what compelled me to to partake in that. Um, Human I, nature. Well, well, yeah, I mean, at the basic level, yeah. Um, and But again, at that point, it was completely um, a physical sensation. I didn't connect anything to it as far as emotion, spiritual, whatever else. For me, there has to be another person before I would do that, um, I believe. so. Well, yeah. I mean, if you needed to do that, mm. it was human nature. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, that's and like I said, well... Uh, whether it's spiritual well-being, mental well-being, whatever, every human person above a certain age needs self-gratification or sexual gratification. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And there are those of us who, like, literally, according to what they say, there are those of us who literally never have any kind of desire, according to what according to what pure asexuals will tell you and whether that is a legitimate orientation whether that is some kind of repression mm-hmm. happening perhaps even in my case i couldn't tell you i mean i haven't studied it closely enough to be able to tell you but a lot of people right. who are straight asexual will say this is an orientation as legitimate as any other yeah i, don't, I mean i'm not repressed you know i don't feel anything i don't really care to feel anything yeah even those who so. don't want sex mm-hmm. yeah can be a kink of a kind mm, yeah i suppose because if a person doesn't want sex mm-hmm. one has to wonder okay so what do they derive pleasure from well there, there are many paths of pleasure in this life mm-hmm. um exactly you know, it's because i mean there are romantic asexuals I mean, they exist. They are. They don't want sex, but they derive romantic pleasure—not uh, sexual pleasure, but just romantic pleasure from a closeness to a closeness to a person, even cuddling, other things like that. But it's right. not for them a sexual thing, uh, directly sexual thing, apparently. So. Right. Exactly. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. Um, a lot of times, people tend to feel that on a more deeper level. Sexuality becomes more intimate once you connect oh, for sure. emotion yeah. to it. Sure. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's part of a healthy, well-rounded person. Mm-hmm. At least I feel, and yeah. it's been proven to be so. Uh, Masters and Johnson, The Hype Report, a whole bunch of stuff. Right. Um, no, never, never forget to mention Kenzie, who is a lovely Indiana person from you know, Kenzie Institute and you know, Indiana University, where I went to graduate school. Right. Yep. So. Well, I mean, you know, give yourself some time. 
you might grow yeah. into it. <laughs> what, right, because that's what I'm saying, right? Because I've never experienced it. I may not even just realize, you know. Yeah, um, but yeah I mean. But, but yeah, my thought is like, um, as I understand it, even someone who's never experienced it will will have some degree of, of drive that, that is almost instinctive. For me, that's very low um, and always has been. And so I do think maybe there, there may be more of an orientation in as far as the spectrum goes more in, in terms of Demi or Ace. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so being relaxed is necessary. As much as possible, being pain-free is necessary. Some people get pain reduction by drinking alcohol, which they should not. Some people get pain reduction by taking medication. Um, not recreational medication, but the prescribed kind. Well, and of course, some of those can create their own problems certainly ssris can create yes um, uh, um, that's right some of them are sexual depressants especially diabetics Uh um drugs like um oh crap again i was thinking ssris because i i deal with someone with some mental difficulties and um i was actually reading on it up on that and they mentioned it yeah i was i i have a couple of drugs that in my mind that i was going to name but now i can't think of them for the life of me <laughs> i'm not sure what, as far as others off the top no of no head. there are some diabetes yeah. medication oh. that actually suppress sexual desire mm, right that makes sense and of course there are uh, medications for right. mental illness that mm-hmm. suppress right. sexual desire. Right. Mm-hmm. Unless, of course, you're a pedophile, in which case you're taking medication to suppress sexual <laughs> desire. Or I, don't, uh, I never even thought about that, but yeah, yeah. But um, mm-hmm. but having yeah. said that, you should be careful of the medication you are going to take. Right. Don't stop your medication, but ask your doctor, uh, your family physician, uh, or specialist what you can do to maybe alleviate some of the side effects of the medication. Um, Some doctors may have solutions. Some doctors may prescribe another pill that you can take which does not uh, uh, have such side effects as sexual sexual depression Um, I know that Wellbutrin tends to decrease sexual appetite Mm. not because of any anything major in its content but the fact that the disease it's treating Mm. tends to really yeah. Um, fuck with mm-hmm. sexual appetite. Oh, no pun intended. Huh. But no pun no, intended. I mean, <laughs> right. But, no, I mean. You know what I, it is? I am trying so hard to keep this clean for you. I <laughs> know it's all it's, it's it's all good. But no, I was just gonna say, you know, with people like myself who tend to seem seemingly have you know a natural limited drive. Um, yeah. 
possibly even in a relationship, I have considered probably maybe having to take something. And the thing is, for women, you don't have a lot of a lot of certainly not a, a lot of pharmacological enhancements out there. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, especially if my partner would want to be more active in that way than I would, which is very possible. Sure. Um, you know, I'd probably have to try to figure out either natural remedies or some kind of pharmacological thing possibly to enhance that as well. Yeah. So. And, and that's where doctors can help herbologists, right. mm-hmm. uh, for example, naturopaths. Yeah. Um, you might even look at acupuncture, acupressure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Some of those techniques will not only relax you, but elevate your sexual right. appetite right. Um, and your sexual pleasure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But yeah, it really does seem like men really have most of those things targeted to them. Like even yes. now. Like, so. Yeah, exactly. It's like um, women somehow don't need them. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but I um, probably a lot and, of women who could benefit from them. And who knows? Maybe you like the BDSM lifestyle, which <laughs> I've got is no completely okay. It's completely fine, especially if it relaxes you. I can't imagine being relaxed doing something like that. But <laughs> Well, as a submissive, <laughs> you're pretty much yeah. giving away yeah. your freedom right, right. to a dominant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a submissive is kind of mm-hmm. very relaxed in that mm-hmm. aspect because see that would just make me really tense. <laughs> I guess would it for really? Preference, I suppose, but well, because okay, so like, what am, part? The giving away of your freedom, kind of, or yeah, I think that's a, a lot. Like I like in my normal life, normal life. Here I go. In my normal life, I like to be in control, and I'm very much probably what you might call an alpha female. Uh-huh. So I'd probably actually prefer the other role, the reverse role if I were to get into that sort of thing. Um, so, yeah, not to, I mean, not, not to mention the D word. <laughs> but No, no, know. I get it. I get it. So, I get it. Yeah, uh, I'm just yeah. wondering if maybe you might mm-hmm. be uh, more dominant. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, yeah, no, probably no, no. Like... Being an alpha is much mm-hmm. more different than being a mm-hmm. dominant. In okay. bed. So I've always okay. So I've always connected the two. But... Yeah, I mean, when you're a dominant in bed, you're pretty much telling your partner mm-hmm. what to do right. at yeah. every minute. Well, yeah, and that's 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 control freak me in normal life too. So is that you? <laughs> that's, like I like like I am such. A I mean, I and, uh, look. Do not do mm-hmm. not, and I can't repeat this enough. <laughs> do not uh, think that the stereotype of leather and chains is what mm-hmm. makes a dominatrix. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the, the attitude that makes a dominatrix. <laughs> right. right. No, I'm just a freaking control freak in every aspect of my life. So, <laughs> yeah. Know? So there you go. A dominating <laughs> so, lifestyle might be what's, yeah. what yeah. turns you on. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm not saying that you should explore this or anything. Well, maybe you should. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, you know, that's something you have to explore within yourself and and your um, mm-hmm. your religious ideals. Right. 
you know, if if uh, if it allows for that, then see, by this all is means. why I'm more a li- in terms of like well, the more liberal side of Christianity as well, because I'm I consider myself pretty pretty much a liberated woman. Uh, almost, I would say a feminist as well, possibly even a more radical feminist. So you know, I I, I would wait. You consider yourself a radical feminist? Well, not in every aspect of the word, but I mean, in many ways, like uh, in many ways, certainly as far as equality and similarity of the sexes um, uh-huh. and freedom to uh, freedom of gender role. Um, and so, you know, that's why, again, I tend to, as you might expect, be more on li- liberal on excuse me, the liberal side of Christianity as well. So that, that tends to t- tends to be more um, forward thinking when it comes to uh, female roles and things like that. So, you know, that's interesting because I never thought that a radical feminist would save themselves. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, is, if anything, what, what, I thought the opposite. Earlier, right? What did I say? What did I just say earlier? Right. I was talking. I basically explained that my thought is, you know, that the, that there's so much more to um, to sex when you do have a deep emotional and a connection and a commitment to someone. And mm-hmm. it's not. It's not like I do it just because I think God says it, which I do believe. But at the same time, I also do it because I I believe there's a reason behind it, and I believe there's a good reason behind no, it. No, 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 no. Don't get so, me wrong. I, yeah. I don't. I am not putting down the fact that yeah. you want to have that emotional connection right. with, um, right. with, excuse me, with a partner. Mm-hmm. The fact is, a lot of people, a lot of people mm-hmm. assign emotional attachment to mm-hmm. sex. Right, right, right. And mm-hmm. the problem is they assign that emotional attachment mm-hmm. to the sexual pleasure as well. Yeah. And, and that I mean, should not that should not yeah. be done. Mm, yeah. Because emotional well being will not make for sexual fulfillment. Right, and and there's a certain delight I think in 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 preserving that for the person that you're close to and that you intend to spend your life with. And yeah, some people actually feel that way. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I kind of grew up that way. Right. Kind of, not by choice. <laughs> right. But the fact is, I was an ugly kid. Oh. <laughs> I was an ugly adult, and nobody wanted to sleep with me. Um, so I kind of had to do that. However, mm-hmm. I was able to self-pleasure myself mm-hmm. several times mm-hmm. a day. <laughs> right. And see, it's definitely, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine having the desire. <laughs> so you yeah. can't imagine feeling that way. Not like that much, like every day. I can't even, I can't come close to imagining it. And again, this is why I think I'm more oriented toward the A side of things because, like, I can't even imagine. Oh my God. Eden (laughs) fantasies would help you so much. (laughs) Well, I mean, whether you want to be helped is the thing. Well, if you want to be helped, yes. Right in marriage, like, okay, you know, I might be more open to it, of course, but yeah. Well, I mean, uh, that depends on how explorative you want to be with your partner. Right. I mean, if you are open with your partner and you want to explore different lifestyles, then, you know, why not? As long as your partner is willing, give it a go. I mean, that's what you're there for and that's what he's there for. Right. And I mean, as, as far as like the whole missionary and all that sort of deal, like in Christianity, like for me, I mean, I like, 
a lot of Christians think that anything outside of penis and vagina, and I can, I can say that here is, is going too far. And yeah. for me, I don't, I mean, I at the, it personally would say that's very limiting because I mean, some people think that, Oh, everything else is just hedonistic pleasure. There's no emotional thing with it, but I would say no to the contrary that, you know, other types of intimate sexual touch, um, can contain an emotional uh, component, can contain emotional sensitivity. And it's not just about the, the hedonistic, you know, physical lust and all that. I think there's, you can get, you can derive, you know, pleasure right. from more than just insert here, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. And a lot of people think that, you know, religion dictates missionary position and mm -hmm. that's it. Mm-hmm. Well, some when, some dominations do, but um, yeah, I, I would some domination. Yeah, yeah. Did you say some domination? Some denomina denominations. Oh, some denominations. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but but again, <laughs> maybe right. I'm projecting. I think I'm I was going to say right Freudian auditory slip or something. Um, Lapsus auris. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. Where was I going with that? <laughs> uh, so yeah, I was saying different denominations. Some of them, yes, they do dictate missionaries. Yes, yeah. But yeah. you know what? There's nothing in the Bible that says you can't do someone doggy style. <laughs> There's nothing in the Bible that says you can't do reverse cowgirl. <laughs> okay. Okay. Like I am like the 40 year old virgin, but I'm gonna look those up. <laughs> Yeah, no, I know that. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, 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 yeah. God, I can Lord. see that. I can see that. But that's right. okay. Like I said, you're young. Not really. What? Well, no, not to a two-year-old. <laughs> like right? Yes. To a two-year-old, you're downright grandma. That's that's a nice way to look at it, actually. Nice, <laughs> nice CYA moment there. Thanks for that. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. Uh -huh. But no, you are very young compared. Well, mm. compared to me, for example. Compared to me, I was, I was gonna say I didn't say it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. you're in your thirties, right? Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. We'll just say in my thirties. That's we'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh <Exactly>. my god. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're not, let me know. No, no, I am. I am. But yeah, yeah. What? Huh? Hi, person. I'm sorry, my wife just gave me shit oh, for hi. not checking the chat, but I did check the chat. Oh, okay. Who's talking down there? I'm curious. I didn't realize. Oh. Hi, Victor's wife. <laughs> Dank Williams. I'm not sure who that is, but apparently they're yeah. asking if I still... If I test sex toys on live streams, no, I don't. Oh. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, probably like I do. Like crack down and I do activate them for uh, display purposes, but I don't use them on myself. <laughs> I mean, what people think I whip out my dick and just put a sucker on it? I mean, come on. <laughs> Certainly on YouTube, you probably get banned for life on here or something. Yeah, no kidding. So, I think that would be possible on here. Oh, Annabelle says I'm projecting too much. That's my wife, by the way. <laughs> Yo, right? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I can't avoid that. 
I can't avoid that. That's that's <laughs> I, I, me again, all over. I blame over. the late hour. So you blame the late hour. <laughs> I blame my sexual suppression. <laughs> oh, oh, so nice. it's okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, Bank Williams is. Uh, no, we can't see you because we're blind. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, that's the yeah. Thing. So uh, well, I can like uh, sorta, but not probably much to make any difference. So yeah, certainly not um, on my phone. My phone's a tiny screen, and yeah. Well, so. not only that. Uh, I mean, I'm sh I'm assuming it's dark over there. I ha well, I have like lights here on my bedside, but that's oh, it. do you? Yeah, yeah, okay. again, a, a low partial here. So, but does the does the darkness lend well to your sight? Uh, it, well, I would imagine imagine that okay, would so be like the opposite. Okay, so like when you're partial, when you have partial vision, it's like you, like when someone asks me what I can and can't see, I basically respond with, "Do you have a couple days?" Because it's so yeah. variant depending on the situation. I just can't explain it in two sentences, but yeah, no, you know what? I felt uh, when I first went blind mm -hmm. uh, back in 2002, yeah. I went through. Well, my vision went through a metamorphosis yeah. of sorts. Okay, so it wasn't like like that. It wasn't right away. No, 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 it wasn't. Okay. Um, it gradually went mm. from a whole bunch of vision to mm. no vision whatsoever. Okay, so it was like it was more of a transition. Okay. okay. Yeah, for the uh, yeah over that year, yeah. Okay. Um, but mm. I had there was a time when my wife and I went to feed our daughter who was staying at the neonatal intensive care unit at oh, the wow. hospital okay. uh, because she was born a preemie. Oh, wow. Okay. And this was at night that we went there to feed her. Right. And uh, all I could see were the lights on the hospital oh. building. Okay. Um, hmm. Because it was yeah. so dark. Right, right. But once I got inside and I was exposed to mm. interior lights, I could yeah. see okay. Okay. So it started uh, out with like, kind of like a night blindness thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. And the darker it got, the less I saw. Right. Um, well, well, my vision, that's the main part of mine as well because it's degenerative. So I mine actually has been dimming over the years, getting dimmer, dimmer, dimmer. It's been gradual, but it's been yeah, dimmer, yeah. dimmer. So, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, no, yeah, that's that's interesting that they thought we were sighties. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I know. Um, a lot of in people a way, think... like that's a whole other can of worms. But like, whether you consider that a compliment or not, like I thought you could see. But yeah. Well, I mean the the good thing is that totals don't have to mm. close their eyes when right? they want to relax. <laughs> <laughs> just to bring it back to talk right you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. i'm just yeah. saying just saying there you go nice way to get it back uh, what <laughs> i am reading the chat <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> I have my voiceover off. I don't know if it reads automatically on my phone, but yeah. I'm sorry. Who who encouraged kids to come here? What? I don't think anyone did. No. No. Mm -hmm. 
In fact, at the beginning of the show, I told kids to get the fuck away. <laughs> right, right. I'm not encouraging any kids to come watch this. No. We do have other shows like any other typical network. Yep. Uh, and they may choose to watch those. Mm -hmm. But no, I do not recommend that kids watch <laughs> Snap. Right. I would encourage them to watch arts on Sundays. I would encourage them mm -hmm. to listen to the Blind Handyman and the Meet Me series mm -hmm. um, and Crime Crushers. Well, not Crime Crushers. <laughs> It'd be a little bit intense. but Yeah, yeah I mean, that one depicts murder and violence. But, <laughs> um, you know, Ask Donna. Mm -hmm. um, and, of course, there's the Blind Handyman. They can actually yeah. learn how to fix stuff. And of course, our thing on well, sometimes you can get a little yeah. There's thing the on blind perspective. Today. Yeah, yeah, there's the yeah. blind perspective we had on today. Yeah, and that was an amazing show. Um, <laughs> which I didn't, I never expected would go so intelligently. Um, <laughs> you know, I thought I'd be yelling and 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 giving like, everybody. I've never experienced that with that show like ever since I've been on. So, I, uh, you've never. Never experienced the yelling and screaming like at all. So yeah. Yeah. Yep. And if you're wondering what that sound is in the background, yes, I still have a water bed. I've had it since the eighties. Oh, <laughs> so oh that's why. That's the sound you're hearing. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Dank. Yeah. Six weeks ago we did a kids <laughs> show. But that was on Sunday, man. Right. 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 I mean, give me a break. <laughs> I mean, do you yell at NBC for airing Law and Order SVU? Or SNL, of course, that's like 1130. But. Yeah, I mean, what the hell? Yeah. I mean, what do you do with PBS? I'd hate to think. <laughs> well, mostly PBS, though. They show animals getting freaky. That's about as far right, as they exactly. go. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. I mean, do you want your kids to watch an animal going for getting sexualized? <laughs> No, actually, like I think that whatever for whatever reason, that's actually tends to be more accepted than like when when the humans do it. <laughs> but. Well, I mean, the only other animal that actually derives mm. pleasure from sex mm. are are apes and monkeys. Yeah, yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, that's interesting that they've actually said it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I never thought an animal would feel such things, but. Apparently yeah. they do. I have no idea if other animals feel pleasure mm -hmm. uh, when they have sex, but yeah, you mm -hmm. know, it seems that they they have that instinct. Certainly, that yeah, Certainly yeah, and and you know, human beings have that instinct too. They need to have sex mm -hmm. at the very least so they can feel some type of pleasure in their lives. Mm -hmm. Again, I, I think there are many sources that you can drive from, from which you can drive it. But um, that's just me and my demi AC type personality, I guess. I um, Dank, I understand you want. Uh, I should start a new channel for that sort of thing, but we honestly don't have enough shows to do that. Mm -hmm. We yeah. have. I mean, I have a problem running this network, let alone another network just for kids. Mm -hmm. um, oh, you know, that's awesome. Okay. I mean, then we'd have to do 
a whole bunch of things like keep it safe for kids. People mm -hmm. couldn't comment, that sort of thing. Here mm -hmm. you can comment mm -hmm. as much as you want. I don't know if there's like an over 18 deal like setting on YouTube or not, but yeah. I'm yeah. I'm sure I've not, I haven't done a lot of YouTube broadcasting. But uh... I do put age restriction. God, what is with you, Dank? <laughs> I mean, look, I'm going to ask you at least watch the show from the beginning and tell me if I'm marketing this to kids. Mm -hmm. I am not. I mean, no, you're just no. as bad as the people thinking I'm having sex with cats. <laughs> right. No, I mean, there's, for no, there's sakes, really no indication of that. This show is here to educate. Right. Titillation yep. comes later. <laughs> but foremost, mm -hmm. educate and entertain. Mm -hmm. right. That's what this show is here for. In mm -hmm. fact, all our shows are here to entertain. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. if you happen to learn something, that's a bonus. <laughs> mm -hmm. But the interviews I do are not meant to titillate anyone, turn people on, nothing. The interviews I do are to show people that blind people do have lives of their own, that they're that's living right. successfully. Amen. That's right. Yep. And the fact is, blind people should not be discouraged by what, by their eye condition. Yeah. And, you know, that's one thing, like a lot of, a lot of able people, a lot of sighted people think that like blind disabled folks are like not sexual beings at all. Like they tend to think that we're like all me. <laughs> yes, exactly. Frankly, right? And that's it, isn't it? They're all are definitely not all me. Yeah, exactly. I mean, before I I had a position at a an assisted living facility, I had no idea that old people and and people with right? disabilities had sex. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. You know, I didn't even think about it. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. It was a second thought to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yeah. being in that environment and you know knowing the people that I did in that facility yeah they have a lot more sex than i did <laughs> and i was married no, i've heard stories okay <laughs> i was married yep yeah nope i've okay. heard lots of stories about people in that in that age bracket <laughs> yeah no <So>. kidding <laughs> uh, yeah shout out to bill mcmurray residents uh yeah you guys rock you guys rock <laughs> Um, right. I do right. not regret my time there. <laughs> Just, you know, I want that known. <laughs> right. Yeah. Let's be clear on it. <laughs> yeah. Indeed, indeed. Oh, dear. So. Yeah. No, because YouTube doesn't have that feature, does it? What is it? I didn't see that. No, he's saying... He didn't. He clicked on it, and mm. he, you know there was nothing to tell him that this was only for yeah, I, persons eighteen years or older. I don't know that. Again, I've never done it, so I'm really yeah. I, I mean, I have that in the description box yeah. that w this is rated for eighteen years old or older. Yeah, 
No, I don't think there. But I don't think YouTube has that feature where you censor mm -hmm. it for mm -hmm. anyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish it did because yes, I would mark this yeah. program as being 18 years or older. All right. Mm -hmm. But I don't have that power. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know there's a way to mark videos for kids, but that's about all I know that as far as age restrictions on it. Because I've seen kids' videos before and they have particular like indications of it. Yeah. Well, that's an interesting screen name. Perpetual mm -hmm. Platypussy. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> uh, well, if you want to learn something, by all means. If you want to listen to it because you enjoy it, by all means. Mm -hmm. As far as I know, this channel is the only channel where you will find uh, a show about sex, sexuality, and relationships from a blind perspective. I've seen other disability ones, but I don't know specifically blind. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I've. Come across that are there disability ones uh there uh, there there was an, a podcast a while back actually called disability after dark i don't know if it still exists i haven't i haven't seen one of those episodes and in it a was a time, show but... yeah it was, it was a podcast yeah it was not, yeah, like, it was I, a I podcast on, yeah okay it was on itunes or you know yeah. apple podcast uh I mean, there was a guy by the name of andrew gerza who is queer and i think in a wheelchair and he hosted it yeah so. yeah yeah. yeah, to my knowledge, there is no other show like this mm -hmm. one right. on the internet for blind people. Mm -hmm. And that's what's why I'm here. Mm -hmm. Everybody else is scared to talk about it. Everybody <laughs> else wants to talk about Jaws or Windows <laughs> or... Oh, oh, the tech God. stuff, yeah. Oh, my yeah, goodness. Like, all I'm the not tech techie stuff. at all, and it's like, you can just... Like, let's do other stuff. So, I mean, there's even programs about law for Christ's sake. Oh, okay, I didn't realize that. All right, I mean, that's almost as good as listening to a bunch of insurance salesmen. <laughs> I don't know, is there an interest, but yeah, yeah. It's not, my, not my particular. I mean, the fact is, this show is the only one of its kind that I know of mm -hmm. for the blind, mind you, mm -hmm. right? right. Mm -hmm. By the blind for the blind. I think that's important. So, so perpetual platypussy. <laughs> I love that name. <laughs> that is a really cool name. Thank you for <laughs> displaying it for me. Um, <laughs> I will. I will. <laughs> Damn, I'm gonna take that name to my to my grave. I I really <laughs> enjoy that. Uh, <laughs> Wow. Um, mm -hmm. PP for short. No. Yeah. Well. <laughs> PP. Yeah. PP. PP. Sorry, just thought of it. PP for short. No, that's 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 well said. You know, I couldn't have put it better myself. But <laughs> I, I still like the perpetual platypussy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe what is it? Um, the, the Bond films like actually got away with octopussy at that in that era. Like, right. seriously. And some of the names they came up with for some of the like the the ladies in the Bond series. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Wow, how like, wow. Oh, and <laughs> Dank. Uh, lastly, I need to point this out. Uh, 
I would recommend you read the description of any video you watch or <laughs> listen to. Because if you don't, how are you going to know what it's about? Mm -hmm. The description box says this show is for persons 18 years or older. Mm -hmm. Okay, because you're saying there was nothing to tell you that this was a show for 18 years or older. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to listen. You're still you're still here listening to me bitch and complain, and you're getting if you're getting nothing from it. Why are you still here? I really wish that people who are going to troll a program or show stop watching if they don't like it. I mean, what kicks do you get it? Maybe that's your kink <laughs> that you need to troll a show because it turns you on. <laughs> I'm not passing judgment. <laughs> I don't pass judgment on people into bestiality or BDSM or <laughs> necrophilia. I don't because if that's what gives them pleasure, that's what gives them pleasure. I am not going to pass judgment on anyone. If anything, Misty will tell you it's not us who pass judgment. It's the big guy above. Mm -hmm. And that's something you got to answer for when you kick off this mortal coil. Mm -hmm. But while I'm alive, I am going to get as much pleasure from life, my partner, and myself for as long as possible. Mm -hmm. Because that's my right as a human being. Mm -hmm. And I hate the fact that I had to soliloquize that. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, let's see how long we've been up. Yeah, it's probably uh, pretty late already. Holy shit! Is it wow? Oh my wow! An hour like, and a half. Whoa! Oh my God. Wow! <laughs> I mean, that is really shocking. That really. is impressive talking, especially in my, especially given my own, um, my own self. Like I would have sexual never suppression. <laughs> I don't know about that, but um, aceness, but or, or no, I get it. I get it. I know what you're saying. Um, yeah, but like, yeah, I'm. <laughs> But for That's what hilarious. it's worth, I mean, I don't think you're sexually repressed. Uh, again, I don't. I, don't I feel think that you way. have firm beliefs that you believe mm -hmm. in, yeah. and you should be applauded for that. Yeah, and again, don't I let mean, anyone it, ever tell you otherwise. Well, I mean, the only the only evidence that I could see that that might speak in, in, in the opposite direction is the dream stuff. But I mean, even you can't be certain about that. I mean, it's what was it? Um, St. Augustine actually dreamed about committing adultery all the time. And he apparently mm -hmm. consciously was not conscious of any guilt on his part. And he's like, he even said in one of his, was Augustine, yeah, in one of his uh, letters, I believe he was like, you know, this is just a dream. You can't, you can't read too much into it. You know, we do a lot of stuff we would never do awake. So I don't know. Well, and yet um, some psychologists say that 
dreams mm-hmm. are, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, ideals but, of yeah a suppressed uh, yeah. personality. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I mean, it's, it's something just, you yeah. really want, but don't mm-hmm. want to admit it to yourself. I don't know. Again, no. you, when we're dealing with the unconscious, you just can't tell. But, yeah, it's an unconscious. Um, but no, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, dreams are just some freaky crap. I mean, they can be as simple as some stuff coming in for your mind from earlier in the day. So, right. But, yeah. 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 Uh, so, guys, thank you for joining us. Uh, again, we will not be having an arts show tomorrow. Um, for several reasons, but least of which is I don't have to put it together this week. Um, however, make sure you tune in for next week's arts. And uh, we will see you back here next Saturday night where we will talk about more sex. That's going <laughs> to piss people off. God willing. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. So, guys, I want to thank my co-host today, Misty mm. Dawn. You were a yep. pleasure as always. Oh, thanks so much, guys. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye, Bye everybody. <laughs>